Welcome to the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE. My name is John Cray, President and CEO of the Manufacturer and Business Association, and it is my pleasure to welcome one of my teammates here at the MBA and a returning guest of our podcast, Tracy Daggett, Manager of Professional Development Training Services, to today's program. Tracy, thank you guys once again so much for everything that you and your team have done with respects to our training classes over the years, but in particular throughout this past year. Again, the members have been great about utilizing the programs, and you guys have been extremely flexible in adjusting our approach, which is what we're looking forward to talking more about here today. In case, Tracy, if we have anybody listening today that uh, was not with us when you were uh, on the last time, as well as any new listeners, if you would please go ahead and, and just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure, and thank you for inviting me today. I, I greatly appreciate it, and so does our training team to talk about our programs. I've been with the Manufacturing Business Association since 2013, and what I bring to the organization is about 18 to 19 years of management experience in the retail market for a variety of years, and I bring those management experiences to the classroom, and I hope it, it benefits our class just sharing some of the things that I did as a manager uh, the good things and the not so great things and what I learned about during that time in being the, in the management field. Awesome. Well, Tracy, it, in the interest of kind of setting the stage for our, our guest today, uh, if you would allow me, just share, I'll share some information here and then I'm really looking forward to hearing your take on, again, what makes our programs both so unique and, and so well received. So just to give our listeners a sense, you know, we've been offering classes since the late 80s. And for our smaller members, smaller employers, you know, it doesn't make sense for them to have a full-time trainer because they don't have enough of an ongoing need. So in that instance, we like to to fill that niche. For our larger members uh, who may actually have a a full-time trainer or a training department, they obviously excel in training their employees in their respective businesses. So some of the technical skills or industry-specific stuff but over the years, uh, what we've tried to do is we've tried to fill the niche for both, and um, that niche being in more of the, the general type of program. So things that would cross industries, cross positions, and somewhat can be somewhat more general at times, but, but very common needs within our organizations in such areas as you know how to be a good team leader, supervisor, excel training, regardless as to where you're at, healthcare, nonprofit, manufacturing, government entities, different situations, but very similar skill sets. So while the programs may have have been adjusted and tweaked, some of which are still the same titles, but what we're looking forward to is to hearing from you is to, you know, so how does the MBA approach this stuff? And in fact, let's start off with that very question. When it comes to conducting our classes, what is the MBA's approach to professional development training? Well, I think... Uh, our whole department really views all, all of our programs, especially the series programs like the Leadership for Team Leaders and the Supervisor Skills Series, as not so much informational. There is a lot of information that we give our participants, a lot of things that they're going to have to kind of process and keep track of and maybe even try a little bit of. But we really view our programs as more as transformational and not just informational. We schedule the series, we conduct the series in a way where we we want to give a lot of information and hints and tips to our participants, but then we also want to give them some time to go back 
to their workplace and utilize them, try them, kind of put them into their management routine. And then when they return, whether it be for course two through three or four, whatever it may be, we're going to talk about what's working, what's not working. How do we adjust our leadership approaches and, and style to suit our staff? So, I mean, really the goal is to make your management life a little bit easier and a little little bit better uh, by just going back to the workplace and trying some of those things out and then we're going to discuss them when they return so it, it sounds like it's you know to your point it's it's um not only what to do but how to do it and then go do it and let's come back and talk about how it went right and also be realistic about it too that not everything's going to work not everything is applicable to every single situation or every work environment you have to be flexible and adapt to what you're working with every day and that includes your people the people that they supervise uh, they're all different and we stress in all the classes that you know you're going to need to kind of have to change your approach and style to each individual on your staff because they're all looking for something different to go into a management position and expecting your staff to adapt to you is going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's going to be much easier for the supervisors or leader to change their style depending on the situation of the people that they're managing. Interesting. Transfer, translating that to some of our other programs, be it Excel, lean, safety training, HR information. I've heard you guys reference many times it's, it's a learn it today, apply it tomorrow. While it, nothing is cookie cutter, I think there is always an opportunity. Again, it's not theory, but obviously you need to put your touch to it. So good stuff. All right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the trainers. It's, uh, you can't read a manual and then blue, just put it right back out there. Yeah. What is it about the trainers that makes them unique? Well, I think that's what kind of separates our approach and our training programs from everything else, uh, maybe like some of the national programs or maybe even something that's more educational-based, is that we take a real-world approach. We have trainers on staff that have done the job, that have been managers, that have led people, and they bring those experiences to the classroom. So for the participants that are in the room with us, I think it's relatable. Uh, when they have an instructor in front of them that is honest about the struggles that they had in a management position and things that worked and things that didn't work, the class participants can, I think it's a lot easier to connect with them by sharing those experiences that the trainers have gone through. So it's not so much academically uh, based, it's more experience based. Okay. I think that's probably the best way to kind of uh, categorize, you know, describe how our trainers approach our curriculum. So in, in addition to, I know having been here and conducted some classes myself, we've certainly got full-time staff trainers mm -hmm. that are experts in their field, primarily predicated, to your point, on their experience. We also have the opportunity to work with what we refer to as our partner trainers or contract instructors. And, and these are individuals that, you know, very similar to our members, where, where there may not be enough demand for us to offer it on a, a weekly basis like we do many of other programs, but frequently enough that we need experts in those fields, and it's a perfect example. Can you elaborate and share with our listeners a little bit about some of our contract instructor programs? What would be some examples of those? Sure, that's, that's what really gives us a more diverse catalog of curriculum for our members by offering contract instructors that have more specific skilled training in those areas like the Lean and Six Sigma 
like finance for the non-financial person, like the safety programs. We have contractor instructors that that is their field. It it really uh, provides a much more in-depth offerings for our members when they would call in and say that if they need something specific, we do have an outreach of contract instructors that could possibly fit that need. Uh, So it it really provides us to give a much greater service to our members by doing that. And then those contract instructors are used to working with different types of companies so they've got that experience but again it's the same approach while the instructor has information to share they're very very good at drawing information out of the group so that they share the information with one another yes and i think that's because they are familiar with our members and their needs because we've had a partnership with them for a long period of time so they're very familiar with what our members do and, and what they expect out of our training programs Earlier, I had shared that, you know, we've been conducting classes. While the classes, some of the titles have changed, and, and obviously some of the, the content has, has evolved, but we've been doing these classes for so long. Can you share with our listeners, what are some of the things that, that has changed since the late 80s, early, early 90s? What, what has changed about some of our offerings? The main thing that's changed is, are the employees that people are supervising. Okay. They're much different now than they were back in the 80s, 90s. They're looking for different things. Their motivators are different. They're looking for different types of leadership and management qualities from the people that, people that are managing them. So even though our core curriculum or our core subjects mm-hmm. are still the same, approaches have adapted to the different employees that are coming into our our membership right now because they you know they're looking for leaders and not so much managers now Mm -hmm. Um, and so the supervisors need to change their approaches a little bit so that's the big thing that that has changed so we've adapted whether it be powerpoints or handouts we're always looking at ways to how do we make them relevant how you know is everything that we're giving now consistent to what our supervisors are seeing when they go back to the workplace so whether it's the examples the scenarios those things obviously have to evolve over time yes um, so tracy while the the uh, obviously the examples and some of the approaches have have changed since we first started offering some of these very same programs what is it about the programs that remains the same today so if somebody we had the opportunity to work with an employee 30 years ago Mm -hmm. and they happened to talk to an employee that came to a program last week, what would you think, what could you be assured that would be very similar to how we've done things in the past? Well, I would think in a nutshell, it's instructor-led, but it's the experience and the interaction of the participants in the classroom that really brings an immense value to our programs. Uh, I say on day one, one of a lot of our series that the participants may learn just as much from the other people in the room than they will actually learn from the instructor because there are experiences, there are people in that in those rooms that have maybe five years experience of training or may have 15 years experience and when they share that in the classroom the people learn things but they also are assured that they're not going through this alone that they are struggling with the same thing that people across the aisle for them struggle with too so it's very a a communal experience Yeah. yeah it's i love having had the opportunity to do some classes here at the nba many many moons ago it's amazing whether it's a four-hour program or a full-day program or a five-course series program how quickly the participants are willing to help one another and it could be during the class it could be on a break Mm -hmm. it could be at the end of the day how they they're so quick to exchange contact information which as an instructor it's that much more fulfilling yeah you know and i think one of the things i always kind of take away from the class is that it is never 
what the participant expects when they come in the room. Mm-hmm. Everybody has this level of expectations when they're signed up from training, whether they're signing up themselves or maybe being sent by the HR department, that this is going to be a day of sitting in class and looking at slides and reading handouts. It is not like that at all. It is interactive. It is engaging. Uh, every time they come in, it's something different. And there's something to be said about being in a room with a bunch of other supervisors or leaders that can be uh, can be a very fulfilling training experience. Let's let's expand on that just a little bit more. So let let's say say someone out there has has not been with us, mm-hmm. brand new to they they may have taken a class somewhere else, but they haven't come here. What should they be able to expect? Whether it's here at our facility in Erie, maybe they find out that their company has hired us to come on site to do a class for them. As soon as they hear that, what should they be able to expect to experience? Well, all of our trainers realizes that 99% of the people that come through our program are not really used to sitting in a classroom all day. They are working managers. They're used to being up and moving around. So we try to make the classes as different as possible. Every time they come in, we try to mix things up. So they're going to see a combination of lectures, of PowerPoints, of group activities, of maybe even a little bit of role-playing. But we try to make it as engaging and different as possible because we know this is not what they're used to at Uh all. And although we are all adults coming in the classroom, adults learn more when they're having fun, when they enjoy the experience because they retain things a little bit more. So we try to do inject change and experience and fun into the class too. Cool. So we, we provide opportunities for them to jot some notes down, but those notes are for their own use. Oh, yeah. There's always time at the end of a discussion to capture things that they've learned and experienced. No tests. There are no tests. It's, nope. it's because the test is when they, um, the proof of their grasping the materials, when they go back to work, they try it and they come back and talk about it. So. Right. And it, there's... It's kind of set up front in, in most of the series, and most of our trainers will tell them, it's like, we're not going to tell you what to write down. Yeah. We're going to leave that up to you yeah. because everybody's coming from a different situation, and some things are, are applicable and some things are not. Uh, so we, we let them make that decision on their own and apply it what, what they can. Well, it, let's it kind of to bring this full circle, um, we're just going to wrap some things up here. What If you were to sum up MBA training in one word, what would it be and, and why? Experience. Okay. The experience that these, whether they're new to a management role or a leadership role or they've been doing it for years, when they leave our programs, a lot of the feedback is they just enjoyed it so much. They enjoyed the interaction. It was real. It was relatable. And it was useful. So I would think all of those things are kind of some of the keywords that kind of pop in my head when I'm asked that same question. If you could sum it up, it would just be the experience of going through a program that's really beneficial to any manager in their, in their career. That's awesome. Tracy, again, it's amazing how fast the time flies by. But um, on behalf of our listeners, thank you so much, again, not only for the great information that you've shared with us here today, but for pulling together such a quality team and, uh, again, working so well with both the participants as well as our member companies. We know that, again, our primary function is to help our members to succeed, and we know to succeed you got to have good employees, and those employees are growing. So, Thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for the invite. We look forward to seeing more people in class. Good stuff. Well, thank you to our listeners for joining us today for today's program. This is John Cray in the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE, signing off.